minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school, back to work we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
please welcome Jewish music international sensation off of his amazing Keep Climbing album, the one and only Abraham Freed! <laughs>
good evening, Shalom Aleichem. Welcome, welcome. We got a wonderful audience here tonight. Baruch Hashem. A tear at the half, 26. Rabbi said, what do you say? Yeah.
Off of the uh, English album. Uh, before that, Yaakov Shweki, Chaval Al-Azman. You heard Shalshelis Jr. with Thankful. Hafachta done by Avramel off of Hath 26. Simcha Liner had Espanecha. Makar Chaim done by Omek Hadavar. Mordechai Shapiro's Schar Mitzvah. Benji was a soldier off of I Remember That, the recent album regarding all those great nostalgic tunes. Mayor Sherman, our Monday morning theme song. That's Ma'asecha Hashem. And from Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. 
JM in the AM on a Monday. It's September the 19th, the 16th of Elul. Brand new week, heading back to school, back to work. I thank you for tuning in and making this show an important part of your week. 75 degrees outside with thunderstorms and a high temperature of 76. Showers late tonight, low 70 tomorrow. Cloudy skies, a high temperature of 84. Yerushalayim is at 80. We're at the 75 degrees here in Jersey City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. A backpack containing multiple bombs was found Sunday night near an Elizabeth, New Jersey train station, according to the FBI and according to the city's mayor. It seems that... um, it seems that the backpack had up to five devices found in a wastebasket outside a neighborhood pub located about 500 feet from a train trestle. Nobody injured. And these types of news stories continue to dominate the weekend and Monday morning as um, we hear these reports about bombs and, uh, and found uh, um, devices in both Manhattan and uh, in the Elizabeth, New Jersey area. So more about that coming up here at JM in the AM. And um, I guess it's an important reminder that no matter where you are in this world, we are susceptible to the enemy's actions, and we have to be very vigilant about them and about responding to them. 14 minutes before 7 o'clock, it's JM in the AM. This comes from uh, Shmuley Unger on a Monday morning broadcast.
address the nation ranks. Seen them all turn around. Just like you, I hold my ground. But I stand quiet, I stand still. Like a rock throughout the ages. I'm just a stone from your home. I'm Jerusalem stone.
J.M. and A.M., Ari Boyanju, and Mod Gudlu here on a uh, Monday. Yeah, back to school, back to work we go. It's J.M. and the A.M., everybody. Thunderstorms today in a high of 76. Seems some people out there have gotten uh, caught in the rain over the last few minutes as the uh, rainy Monday has begun in this area. Hope things are good wherever you are, and thanks to all those who are tuned in on the NSN app. Listening in from around the world, it's uh, much appreciated. NSN app gives you the opportunity to uh, listen in, hear everything clearly, no matter where you are, plug it into your car, the auxiliary cable, Bluetooth, um, all the archives are there in the app. You can comment on the app at any point that you wish, which is always a lot of fun to see what people have to say about what the about what's going on here on the air. Uh, so if you have the uh, NSN app, comment away and let us know... Uh, let us know what you have to say. 
I want to thank the um, I want to thank listener Yitzchak who's pointing out all the brand new shows that we have that he really enjoys. Says Boker Tov. I want to let you know I'm thoroughly enjoying the new programming, including Bite Size, That's Life, and JM Rewind. I still savor the classic shows, including the Israel Show, which by the way is coming up this morning. Charlie Harari and more. Thank you for your hard work to keep NSN fresh. That is a nice compliment, and we greatly appreciate that. Uh, JM and the AM want to, uh, let's see, before my Godlow is Shmuel Unger with MS, Ari Goldwag's Take Me Home, Yaakov Shweki had Chaval Al Hazman. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org, and of course on the NSN app. Galates on the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up. 75 degrees, thunderstorms, and a high of 76. Looks like one of those wet days here at uh, in the New York, New Jersey area. Getting ready for the big one Israel fun dinner tonight. Be an amazing gathering at the Museum of Jewish Heritage in downtown Manhattan. Getting ready to greet everybody at that beautiful event. Kudos to Scott Feltman, everybody at the One Israel Fund. Slichas this coming Saturday night, Sunday morning. Slichas in the Ashkenazic community begins Saturday night, Sunday morning. More details about that coming up here at JM in the AM. And don't forget Thursday night, World Baseball Classic with Israel in Brooklyn, New York at MCU Park. How do you like that? Galetzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast comes next right here at JM in the AM. Galetzal, ניסיון דקירה לפני זמן קצר סמוך למערת המכפלה בחברון. כתבנו אינבל תמיר מוסר שאין נפגעים. שני המחבלים נורו על ידי כוחות הביטחון. משפט החייל היורה אל אור עזריה. בכירי צבא לשעבר ממשיכים להעיד היום למען הלוחם בבית הדין הצבאי ביפו. האלוף במילואים דן ביטון אומר, המפקדים ברחו מהאחריות, אין אחד במשפט הזה שלא שיקר. כתבנו אריאל זיגלר שמע אותו. לי אין חשבון עם אף אחד. יש לי חשבון עם צדק, יש לי חשבון עם המפקדים שלדעתי ברחו מאחריות, וזה הדבר היחיד שמניע אותי, וזה יביא לחוזקו של צה"ל. מפקדים שנלך אחריהם בעיניים עצומות. נוכחות דלה במיוחד של חברי הכנסת בדיון הפגרה המיוחד בנוגע למשבר הרכבת בשבת. חברת הכנסת סתיו שפיר מהמחנה הציוני תקפה את ראש הממשלה נתניהו על כך שלא הופיעה, ואילו השר יריב לוין שייצג את הממשלה אמר שהדיון כלל אינו רלוונטי, ועקץ את יאיר לפיד שלא הגיע גם הוא. בנימין נתניהו אדם חילוני, אוכל שרצים, שמעסיק חשמלאים ביום כיפור על חשבון הציבור. מה הוא חושב על סוגיית השבת? בעיקר לא ראיתי, חברת הכנסת גרמן, את מי שכבר... נתתם לו כבר תעודה, חבר הכנסת מקלב, הרב הראשי לכנסת, חבר הכנסת לפיד. איפה הוא? פרסום ראשון, עיריית ירושלים מגישה כתבי אישום נגד בעלי המרכולים שעובדים בימי שבת במרכז העיר, כתבנו מיכאל שמש. לאחר שביטלה את הדוחות שהגישה נגדם, עיריית ירושלים לא מוותרת לבעלי המרכולים ומגישה נגדם כתבי אישום על כך שפתחו את החנויות בשבת בניגוד לתקנות העזר העירוניות. כל זה קורה בזמן שהמרכולים עדיין פתוחים בשבת ויוזמתו של ברקת לסגור אותם עדיין לא מתקיימת בפועל. 
יושב ראש ש"ס, השר אריה דרעי, מבטיח בשיחה עם יעל דן להגיע לפתרון מצוקת עשרות תלמידות הסמינרים החרדיים הספרדיות שלא התחילו את שנת הלימודים מכיוון שלא נמצא להן מוסד לימודי. איפה שהבעיה הזאת קיימת, אנחנו מתמודדים איתה. אני נשאר שוליים, נשאר בעיקר מנהל אחד או שניים של סמינרים טורורים, שהם עכשיו מתסיסים את כל העניין, והם בסוף גם יצטרכו לקפיל את הדין, אם לא, יפסיקו להם תקציבים. התחזית עלייה נוספת בטמפרטורות, ולסיום, האם אולפני הסרטים האמריקניים יוניברסל בדרך לישראל? כתבנו יובל אונגר שמע את שרת התרבות מירי רגב, שאומרת כי ישנם מגעים להקים אולפנים בדרום הארץ. אני חזרתי מביקור באולפני יוניברסל בלוס אנג'לס. אחד הדברים שהם אמרו לנו, אנחנו רוצים לשתף פעולה עם מדינת ישראל. אנחנו רוצים להקים אולפנים גדולים בדרום. בואו תעזרו לנו עם שני נושאים, אחד נושא המיסוי, והנושא השני זה נושא הביטוח. הצגתי את הסוגיה הזאת לראש הממשלה, והוא מאוד מאוד התלהב, הוא קרא לקונסול, והנחה אותו שהנושא של הוליווד, ואוניברסל וסרטים, הוא נושא מרכזי בשנה הקרובה. כתבתנו יובל אונגר שמעה את שרת התרבות רגב. אלה החדשות שעורך דן דובי.
want to uh, take this opportunity and acknowledge a listener, Yosef, who just posted a nice comment on the on the NSN app that he's listening from Yerushalayim. Oh, and uh, Shua Na'or gets a shout-out as well, told he's tuned in in the, um, I guess we'd call it the western-central portion of Jerusalem at this point, right? I think that that's the area. So we say uh, good afternoon to them. Nine minutes after 7 o'clock, 75 degrees, thunderstorms, a high of 76. It's a Monday at JM in the AM. Plenty coming up between now and 9 o'clock. The Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten happens at 9. Continues to play to critical acclaim for good reason. If you haven't heard it yet, check out the Israel Show right after JM in the AM on jmtheam.org, on the NSN app, through any of our methods of uh, tuning in, our listen line, etc., Mayor Weingarten will have all of that for you coming up starting at 9 a.m. this morning. Eight Ton Cats is next. It's JM in the AM.
in the a.m. Monday morning, heading back to school, back to work. Thunderstorms out there with a high temperature of 76. Rock Biyachat is Benny Friedman, Eli Schwebel, and we are one. Eitan Katz with O.G. Shama. You heard Yaakov Shweki to open up the hour. Um, 23 minutes after the hour, you can uh, comment on our app by going to the uh, NSN app for Android or iPhone and join the list of uh, of commenters commentators on our site. So this coming Saturday night, the Ashkenazi community begins Slichos services, something our Sephardic brethren have already undertaken. Parky Synagogue is again the place for Cantor Yitzchak Mayor Helfgott this coming Saturday night 
Uh, Rabbi Arthur Schneier at 10.30 p.m. is going to be um, giving his State of World Jury Address. Excuse me, it's 9 p.m. 9 p.m., the State of World Jury Address. Uh, then Chief Cantor, Yitzchak Mayor Helfgott with the Slicha service at 10.30. And um, Maestro Russell Gare in the Parkey Synagogue Choir. They'll all be part of this incredible presentation. If you've never been to Park East for Slichas, if you've never heard Cantor Health got you are in for an amazing and incredible treat. Highlights include Ene Kol from Kusovitsky, the Hirschman Weintraub Shmakolenu, and the Kotlansky Kusovitsky Anenu. They'll all be part of the repertoire this coming Saturday night, early Sunday morning. At Parky Synagogue with Cantor Yitzchak Mayor Helfgott. All right, so check that out. Uh, you can go to parkeastsynagogue.org, parkeastsynagogue.org, and all the information is there regarding the um, regarding the presentation of Slichus this coming Saturday night. All right, so keep that in mind. And uh, Cantor Benny Rogoznitsky is going to join us at some point to discuss uh, all of this. All of the incredible news surrounding Slichus services. Hey, on the next live edition of the Israel Show, which is 9 o'clock Eastern time this morning, right after JMNAM, it's part two of the late Rav Shariash of Cohen, uh, whose life was a personification of Israel's birth and miraculous development. A recording was recently discovered of the Rav, Harav Yosef, of the Rav, Harav Yosef Dov Halevi Salvechik, speaking about the greatness of Rav Kook. You'll be able to listen to some of the mesmerizing clips as um, as Mayer puts it. Plus the weekly Israeli music mix of brand new and nostalgic Israeli music. All this and more. Tune in live right after a JM in the AM 9 o'clock this morning. Don't forget to tell your friends about the Facebook page, the Israel Show, or Facebook.com slash the Israel Show, Facebook.com slash the Israel Show. Make sure to like the page. And get involved in our amazing programming. All right, right here at the jmandtheam.org. More coming up. Uh, this is JM and the AM. And uh, this is a selection from Ellie Marcus.
That's Ellie Marcus, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. In the Sefer Orchus Tzadikim, we learned that one of the greatest acts of kindness that Hashem has bestowed on Klal Yisrael is the fact that the gates of Tshuva are not closed. One who strays from the path can always come back to Hashem. Even those that have gone very far, as it says... Shuvu Banim Shoivavim, return you wayward sons, and I will heal your waywardness. The Mephoshim asked the question, why is this considered to be such a great kindness? The Rambam in Hilchus Shuva explains that if one regrets the mitzvah that he has performed, he says in his heart, what benefit do I gain from doing all the mitzvahs? I wish I didn't do them. Then he loses the merit of all the mitzvahs that he's performed. As the Rambam says, the righteousness of the tzaddik will not save him at the time that he sins if he regrets his past righteousness. It would seem to follow that if such an expression of regret nullifies the merit of mitzvahs, then in a similar way, when one regrets his averus, he should no longer be held accountable for his past transgressions. So what is the great kindness? Hagoyen Rav Elchonon Wasserman offers a very profound insight. He explains that every mitzvah that a person performs consists of two separate actions. One deed is the act of doing the will of Hashem. The second component of doing the mitzvah builds worlds and accomplishes lofty ideas in Shemayim. Conversely, when a person does an Avera, the opposite occurs. He's going against Hashem's will 
and he is causing destruction. Consequently, when a person regrets his performance of a mitzvah, he loses both his closeness to Hashem as well as the merits that he has achieved. However, in contrast, when a person regrets his Avera, he gains a closeness to Hashem, but he also benefits from a great kindness. The one who has sinned is given the opportunity of achieving kapara, or atonement, in repairing that which he has destroyed through his transgressions. The Zohar in Bereshi says, People who do tshuva can come near to Hashem in a single moment. Perfect tzaddikim, however, can be compelled to work for many, many years to come as near. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. We never knew Jay Booksbaum could blow show for that well. Yes, he is visiting us. A pre-Rosh Hashanah visit as he has brand new news for us in the world of kosher wine, as he always does. He is the number one, the number one kosher wine sommelier on planet Earth. The entire planet's been served. Turn that mic a drop. Uh, right. No. Uh, yeah. Hang on a second. <laughs> Hang on. What do I do? I, I want you to sound the best as possible. Right, like this, that red thing. Uh, He is the world's number one kosher wine sommelier. We have searched the entire planet. The entire planet. Sent out a a surveying committee. Could we find the number one kosher wine sommelier on the planet? And sure enough, after all seven continents were, uh, were combed, were combed through, who did we find? The one and only Jay Bookspam. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Shana Tova. Thank you. Jay, by the way, is from, uh, actually lives now in Elizabeth, New Jersey, what seems to be the hub of terror activity this morning, but yet you were able to get out of town without a problem. Thank out God. Out of town. Boy, oh boy. Hope everyone there Sneak is... out the back, Jay. Hope everyone there is safe and sound. Make a new plan, Stan. Hope everyone there is safe and Everybody sound. Everybody is safe and sound. <laughs> actually, I just flew in last night from Boca Raton, Florida. Really? East Boca. Was the plane delayed as many flights from actually, Florida no, tend we, to we be? Were out, we were actually 40 minutes early. What? <laughs> Could you imagine? You were in Florida? You were 40 minutes early? Could you imagine? I can't imagine. That's it's pretty good, actually. It, it left like eight minutes early and then wow. got in 40 total. Imagine that. Visiting my daughter who's living in that new East Boca, Chavitz Chaim area. That, oh, it's Boca, uh, that's what they're calling it, East Boca? East Boca. Rabbi Light. Amazing nice. guy. Amazing. Yeah, I heard like 40, 50 families there already. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it keeps growing. Um, someone was keeping tabs for us on that. Anyway, so this morning we thought uh, that you'd be accompanied by one of the world's prominent, um, uh, what do we call them? Vintners. Vintners, one of the world's prominent vintners, who unfortunately, because of the uh, situation in Manhattan, ironically enough, you have your situation in Elizabeth, but the situation in Manhattan, as I can attest to, is also a little crazy in terms of mass transit and the traffic uh, snarls. Through wind and rain. Yeah, and, and plus the weather. So he was not able to actually join us this morning. <laughs> yeah. But if he would be here, who would we be speaking with? We'd speak to Mr. Uh, um, if, um, Bruno Leplan. Bruno Leplan. Bruno Leplan, who is uh, married into the Bonnie family, B-O-N-N-I-E, who in turn owns Malartique, one of the great 
Bordeaux's from La Gravier. It's a sub-region within Bordeaux. Wow. And uh, La Gravier uh, dates back to the early 1700s. It's a chateau. It used to be the chateau. You know, we have K-rations. I don't know. They don't call them K-rations anymore, right? You know what they give to the to the soldiers? Oh yeah, I'm just trying to think. Of they, course, they don't yeah. call them K rations. Do they, they call them K rations? I don't know what anyway. they call. Them. But in those but days, a long times I've been a soldier. The, the, the French, the French, the French soldiers under the King of France in the uh, 1700s used instead of getting like spam, they used to get a uh, flagon of wine. And this flagon of what wine. a way to go to war! <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> well, you know, if nothing else, you know, you could drown it in your misery. Exactly. But no, it, but really, it was just like because you couldn't drink the water, you right. know. So they drank wine instead, and with their food. And this particular Le Gravier supplied the French army. No, that's a way back in the seventeen. That's a long time ago. Isn't long it? time ago, yeah. Even before Napoleon, everything. So when did we establish this as a kosher winery? So this has been established since 2003. With a big transformation or with a big move? Like it, uh, you know, People so out there are asking, hey, can a, an outfit like that actually either become or set aside an area of their business to be kosher? It's so interesting that you ask that question. The wineries, especially the great chateaus such as Malartique in uh, Le Gravier, don't really need this kosher Certification. Certification, because they sell every bottle they make anyway. But I was just there about 10 weeks ago, meaning non-kosher. Oh, meaning, meaning they don't need our market, you They don't saying. need our market, right. right? Yet, nonetheless. Yet, nonetheless, those that do it, not all agree with this, right. but those that do it see it as a feather in their cap. Right. See it as, oh, you know, we're making kosher, and they're appeals. really very proud of it. Not from the point of view of, oh, now we have another... Uh, you know, avenue to sell our wines to, but really as the pride that they take in it. And it's all, it's all due to the, it's a beautiful Kiddush Hashem, Menachem Israeliavich, who is our winemaker, our kind of, uh, hopping winemaker from chateau to chateau. He has such a great relationship with these people, and it's not easy, uh, to make kosher wine in these chateaus because they're so exacting in their, uh, you know, in their, uh, they got a system down Oh, pat. man, oh, man. And they don't like anything interrupting or altering that system, I right. would guess. Wow. Yeah. Boy, oh and so they really... You have visited there, I assume. I just was there about 10 weeks ago. Wow. It's amazing. La Gravier, uh, Malartique, this particular winery, has everything uh, gravity-fed. So there's no pumping. So just to give you a perspective, okay? So the wine, the winery is built on a, a bit of a hill. Right. The wine, the grapes are, are brought into the winery... They're crushed on that level, and then the juice that comes out of the crusher or the you know the press they don't really call it crushing they call it pressing actually gravity feeds into the winery below, so you don't see any pump over now. Why is that important? I would assume that it it it, it, it the quality remains exactly high as imagine, opposed to imagine, being compromised. Imagine beating the gatunias out of your grapes it, right. it just you know it just it's a more gentle uh more wonderful way of making it it really makes the wines wow. more elegant oh, and fabulous yeah. and they do everything by gravity and they design the winery just so that it would work that they way. take their grapes very seriously very seriously it's unbelievable and <clears throat> what's also interesting about uh teacher guys you know everybody listening out there a little bit is that uh bordeaux in general is not based on a single variety so in America, you know, it's Alexander Cabernet, and it's uh, Russian River Chardonnay, and right. so on and so forth. This is a blend 
you, you don't even see it on the label. You don't even know what's in the wine on the label. You just called La Gravier Malartique, Malartique La Gravier. And that's because it's a blend of about equal parts, Merlot, Cabernet, uh, Petite, uh, and then, and then a little bit, uh, about 45 each, about 40 to 45 each, and then about 10% of, um, Petite Verdot and Cabernet Franc. Uh, Jay Booksbaum's here, number one kosher wine sommelier on the planet, and uh, we're discussing this uh, this wine, which I assume is available to the public in this area. Absolutely. Right? And yeah. what do they look for? Uh, Malartique. And how many varieties? Just one. Just one. That's, That's it. it. It's one bottle. It's one bottle. Expensive. Gorgeous. Or not? Ugh, uh, not cheap. <laughs> it's not a cheap. No, bottle it's of wine. not a cheap bottle of wine. But very high quality. Very so. high quality, and and you know what? It's one of those wines that I literally put away and like cellar for many many years. Ten years. I've got I've got 2004 in my uh, in my cellar right now. In your little collection, one case, and I'm like holding on to it for dear life. Well, at what point do you say to yourself, okay, now is the time to? I think now is the time I'm going to start drinking the 2004. I'll taste it, see if it's ready. You know, most wines go through what we call a bell curve. So you know, they start out too raw, too young, too purple, too colorful, too aromatic, and then as they get older. You know, kind of at the top of the bell curve. Yeah. You know, that it's that middle part. I think it's towards the top. I don't know if it's at the peak yet. So and and we'll you see. can tell this. You you have the well, expertise to be able you know, to tell this. Everyone asks me that question, and I say, you want to learn the expertise? Just drink a lot. And, and, and I don't mean it. drink a lot. Yeah, right. just, and you, you know, over it. time. It's, it's kind of like, you know, the difference between Wolbaum's uh, orange juice and Tropicana, because you drink a lot of Tropicana. So, yeah, you'll get it over time. Interesting. Um, tell you one one little really interesting tidbit yeah. that that um, a lot of these guys shared with me when I was there about ten weeks ago, and that is is that you know I asked them the direct question: Is the kosher as good as your non-kosher? Right, good right. Point. It's you know it's a direct question. Right. You know what it is is that especially this year I think uh, Yontif is all in the middle of the week, right? Mm-hmm. So. And that's kind of like at the end of the harvest. So when a lot of the grapes come in is during the harvest and so on. So what they do is, usually what these wineries do is they bring in each parcel when it's ready. Mm-hmm. They wait till the moment that it's ready. Shabbos, Yantiv, it doesn't matter. But in our case, we can't do that. So they have to plan in advance. So what they do instead, in order to make sure that it, it's up to their quality standard, is they look at only the best parcels that they know are the best parcels in their vineyards, and they plan those when it's not Yontif, when it's not Shabbos. And often, not always, but often, those turn out to be actually better because they're the best parcels, because they can't take a chance, better than their non-kosher cuvées. Unbelievable. Blends. Cuvées is blends. Oh, thank you. I was wondering <laughs> if that was. Uh, so is this a Rosh Hashanah recommendation? Like a, definitely. Or it's a coincidence definitely. that you're here this time of year? No, it's, uh, it's yeah. Yes, both. Is it, is it's it both a, Rosh, a coincidence it a and it knows the Rosh Hashanah. Yeah. And, and everybody should be looking for the 13, which is now coming out, the 13 vintage. Oh, okay. And... It's not going to be out for another year and a half. We're already at sixteen. I thought that's right. I thought vintages that usually. Depends, like it depends on what. Yeah. Oh, meaning the less the 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 wines that you would regard as less quality might be a year or two later. The oh, higher yeah. quality ones are. are they they year, sit yeah, for longer. They sit for a couple of years. Right. Okay. So the twenty thirteen is going to be out now. Twenty thirteen is going to be out, and the twenty fifteen, people are saying, is literally the best vintage. Since 2000, maybe even better, which would be which would make it one of the best vintages in a hundred years. When do we get to taste that? Oof. The 2015. About another year and a half away, at least. Wow. 
you got to let us know. Oh, definitely. Don't I'll it, put a bottle aside yeah, for you. Don't let it just fly but you by. You know what? I want. I want to see you like move a little bit more to the. Jay, you're you are you are. I'm telling you, I am I behind the times. Well, not behind the times, but do you realize how how much different <laughs> you, my you my really wine are. drinking has you, gotten over absolutely, the years? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, there's, there's only one person left who still makes fun of me. Who's that? That's Gary Ambrose. <laughs> but aside, aside from Gary, I mean, because Gary and I have a deal that the really good wines that come to my house go to his house, and the yeah. really bad wines that come to his house go to my house. I wouldn't call him bad. I yeah, would just, you know what I mean. I would just call him sweet. The, maybe, the, ones, that he, the ones that he considers soda, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. <laughs> that, that's our deal as of now. Right. I don't see that changing for a while. But other than that, you should see how I've been upgraded. Good. Yeah. Like, what? What's your? What? Some of your? Oh, uh, oh, yeah, you know. Now you've stumped me completely. All right, that's okay. I, I don't been, want to put you. I, on the spot. You think I remember when they pour me at these fancy events? <laughs> All I know is, no, I, but I remember I gave you. I think it was a Goose Bay Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, yes, some little time you, ago. You did give me that. That was actually, and it's completely dry. Yes, and, you'd get, and you said. Yes, that was. Jay, a, I really like correct. this wine. Like, and like, you were surprising yourself. Correct. <laughs> that was a very good bottle, I must say. Yeah. Yeah. And you, know, and you know who else is admiring my uh, who's that? My wine skills, cool. Leo on uh, West Englewood Avenue. Ah, <laughs> Leo, delicious Leo, wonderful Leo. <laughs> he's also Lipa, Lipa. He's my also good Lipa, he's, my Williamsburg buddy. Correct. He's also admiring my skills when it comes to the originally. Wine I think he's in Bar Park now. Yeah. Hey, come on. Who's still in Williamsburg? He's moving the up. originals. I mean, come on. Well, I'd love to go back to Williamsburg. Yeah. If, listen, if I had stayed in Williamsburg, you know, I'd be retired now. You know, bought a couple of houses, <laughs> I'd be retired now. Are you That's kidding true. me? <laughs> That's true. You ever visit the Young Israel building in the Young Israel of Brooklyn or not? I, not in, you haven't been there in a while. A long, long time. Yeah. My favorite I place to go back there, to, right? Or not? Yeah, yeah, I right. did. My favorite place to go back to is Gottlieb's. Oh. You got to go to Gottlieb's. They don't serve wine, do they? No, they don't serve <laughs> wine. What's, but the what's his name is still there? Uh, what's the drink of choice at Gottlieb's, Jay? What is it? Uh, Black cherry. Black cherry soda. Black cherry. <laughs> diet black. Diet Dr. Black. Brown's diet black cherry. That's my drink. Of and, drink and if it's not soda. diet, then just regular diet Brown's uh, black cherry. There's actually, yeah. by the way, on the block before Godlieb, there's actually a very nice wine store. Yes, there is. I don't remember the name of it, but there's a re- yeah. it's, re- it's really it's a nice. nice store. Yeah, nice store. Yeah. I thought you got it's actually lot. on the block, I think. There's a lot going on. You know, we were in Chicago last week. Yeah. Uh, doing the uh, show from Jewel Osco on Sunday. Wow. Last Sunday, which was really... Oh, they did a reopening or something? Yeah, a big kosher feast. I, right. I don't remember exactly how they referred to it. And it's just a... You know, they, there they sell wine in the store. You know, right, like, unlike I, New York. Yeah, is this... How many states are like this that where where you, you, you would not find... Not a lot. Meaning? Meaning Illinois uh, 20%. Ex, Illinois is an exception, you, know, 20%, you think? 20%. No. Oh, it's the 20%, rule. Yeah, it's, it's, <gasps> it's California, Florida, you Illinois. You walk into a California supermarket, yeah. you buy wine. Yeah. California, Florida, Illinois, I mean, you name it. Go you know, figure. I mean, lots of them. I mean, yeah. Go figure. Unbelievable. And I lots, know. you know, some don't. I, I, you know, I've, I can't break it down as to the No, I understand. I mean, you know, I, I put you on the spot. How would yeah. you just know your states like that, you know, right off the bat? And another thing about Malartique yeah. is it is a Grand Cru Classe. Which means? Which means that, you know, it's like we have USDA. Right. On, and on meat, we have, like, Prime. All right. Uh, so this is actually a governmental classification, and in La Gravier, it has to earn it every single year. It's really an amazing classification. It's the a, highest a stamp of quality. Yeah, maybe? stamp of quality, uh, and they and they they earn it year after year after year, and it's really a, it's it's just 
like very well, impressive. I would suspect a legendary name for three hundred years. I, I would guess they're yeah three hundred. But well, you yeah. said seventeen hundreds, didn't you? Is it already three hundred? Well, it's twenty sixteen. I, I don't know oh when in the seventeen hundreds right. it was. Close to three hundred. Seventeen forties. Yeah. Yeah. So close you're to right. three hundred years. Oh my goodness! You would think that they, you know, they've gotten it right at this point. Uh, M a l a r. Right, M A L A R T I C T I C Malartique. Malartique. Um, what else can you tell us? Uh, just give us a couple of minutes before we wrap up about the brand new year. I mean, I know you're always encouraging people as I they buy their cases of wine for us, Shun and Sukkis. Make sure to uh, to include at least one case from Israel. That's something that you've I always said to I us. I spoke to. Th- there's two very exciting things going on yeah. from Israel. One is that the largest wine magazine in the world, <laughs> Wine Spectator, I heard about this over Shabbos, has. The entire oh, Roger cover. Waters must be freaking out oh watching this cover. The, the BDS the, people must be the, nuts. Oh, you know, there's, you know, we're fighting that. And, well, and look at the cover of Wine Spectator. It's, all, wa- it's co- all about the Golan, right? It's all about the Golan. On the cover. On the cover, which is pretty amazing. And you know what's interesting also, even though it's a very secular, so to speak, you know, lefty kind of, if you would, some people might say magazine. It's yeah. really not. It's, it's all it's about wine. It's not yeah. really about politics. But Well, because we know who publishes it, but yeah, go ahead. But, you know, but the point is, is that even the um, uh, the maps right. include, you know, so, you know how some of these maps and some of these right. magazines, they include Judea and like Samaria. they always like cut them out. Right. They include Judea and Samaria. Very good. Baruch Hashem. People. And Some I think people are getting think, it. And they're not, you know, they don't make any commentary about right. it. They just it's show there. it. It's just there. All right, so that's one thing, wine spectator. Now, the other it. thing about Israeli wines, I, I just was talking to a bunch of, uh, you know, I'm very close to and in contact with all the Israeli wineries. Right. And they also tell me that this vintage, post the post Shemitah vintage of right. 16, is literally the finest vintage they've seen in 40 years. and Oh, 40 years. Cause I, I remember this in the past, that, that post meet the vintage is on the upside. Uh, Am I wrong about yes, that? Yes, but not. But this is not, the best. This is amazing. Us. I mean, the, the last vintage they talked about in this kind of way, is especially in the Judean Hills, is 2004. And this is across the board. All the Israeli wineries. All the Israeli wines are telling me that it's wonderful. Right. They, they just And it's not that it's so big. It's just really rich and full and flavorful and Gorgeous colors, purple, and they think it's going to be in a magnificent. They think it's going to make one one winery. I can't tell you because uh, he might not want to be quoted on this, but he said, and "This is the kind of year that if you're the only way you can make bad wine is if you're a bad winemaker. <laughs> you let the wine make itself this year, it'll be great. <laughs> That's great. All but right. but most of those reds just be be known know this everybody out there. Right. Most of those reds, the sixteen reds, won't come out until seventeen or eighteen at right. the earliest. But you'll let us know. Uh, we will. All right, that's good news from Israel, and as we said, Wine Spectator, Kolakavod. Unbelievable. A uh, cover Unbelievable. story on the Golan wines. And the writer is not Jewish, right. and, you know, it's just, and the, well, panel, the tasting panel is not Jewish, right. you know, and they're talking about how it's really come of age. They've got, even mentioned two of the three of the, you know, really famous restaurants, um, one called Legal Seafood, whose, whose favorite dish is, you know, is... Uh, uh, what do you call it? shrimp and uh, yeah, something lobster and you know and they now have put like three or four wines kosher uh, Israeli wines to happen to be kosher they don't obviously it's not because it's kosher on the list amazing so, here you go all right Jay Booksbaum he's here to uh, tell us about Malartik M A L A R T I C and all the other great wines that are out there for Rosh Hashanah and especially make sure to en- enjoy and include a case from Israel 
in your upcoming holiday. Jay, thank you. You're welcome. Number one wine, a kosher wine sommelier on the entire planet. We have not found anybody who can take your spot. <laughs> it's By the way, it's not easy being number one. It's only one place to go, you know. <laughs> right. So, that's right down the hall. So, <laughs> so please, Jay, try to maintain your spot. So work hard to maintain your spot. Well, you know, I just, you know, I, I, what I tell people, and this is true about wine in general, just have some fun. Exactly. I mean, that's what we're here for, you know. Drink with joy. Enjoy. And uh, just don't overdo it. Best you know. regards for a happy, healthy, sweet New Year to everybody at Royal Wine and Kedem. Siva v'chasima toiva, gitke bench, as we say in Williamsburg. From here, Jay Booksbaum, to all of you out there that listen to me, we really appreciate it. I, I really appreciate it personally. I, I just saw people in Boca, East Boca. Ah. Like, Jay Booksbaum's here. Oh, yeah, I'm going on. I'm embarrassed. Yeah, I was kind of embarrassed. But still, it's so nice that people listen, and I'm glad they do. And it's because of you, Nachman. Well, that's what happens so when you're number one, stuff. Jay. That's what happens. That's yeah, and that's you. You're Maintain one your one. status. <laughs> okay. <laughs> More coming up. You're listening to a Monday at JM in the AM.
diaspora wraps up the hour. David Melech Israel. Before that, you heard Charles Shellis Jr. My thanks to Jay Booksbaum, and I thank you for tuning in. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org, and of course on the NSN app, where you can comment at any point on what's happening. Uh, during this program, and we certainly recommend you do so. NSN app gives you that opportunity. Take advantage. Well, Mayor Fertig is here. He is, of course, um, very excited about the developments at the uh, American Committee for Shari Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem. It has uh, given us perspective over the last few months about some of the things that are going on. Mayor Fertig, good morning, and welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning. How are you? Last time I saw you, you were on this side of the table. That's true. Nice to see you uh, again. Um, and uh, he has brought along the Director of Major Gifts for the American Committee for Shari Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem, and that's Mr. Maury Libman, who is here this morning. A pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Thanks very much. Pleasure to be here. I would, I would note to uh, everybody out there that um, there is a uh, an event I want to bring to your attention. That is the Heart of Jerusalem Dinner. The American Committee for Shari Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem presents their Heart of Jerusalem Dinner, honoring Rachel Wolf. Congratulations, Rachel. Dr. Howard Svi Goldschmidt, Dr. Emma and Bart Baum, Talia and Sal Goldwyn, Dr. Jessica and Jeremy Kirshner, Michelle and Michael Nachmani. Uh, these honorees will be will be um, uh, honored on the evening of uh, Wednesday, November the 16th, beginning at 6.30 p.m. at Gustavino's on East 59th Street in New York City. If you go to the website, acsz.org, American Committee Shari Tzedek, acsz.org, slash dinner, you can get all the information and participate in what is an amazing annual event. And I know that you encourage all of our listeners to be there that night. And to not only support, but to uh, really see and hear about some of the new developments at the Shari Tzedek Medical Center. I think what's exciting is uh, we have a great group of people. Many of you may know Rachel Wolf. She's been our exec for 15 years, and she's doing a great job, and we wanted to show our Karasatov to her for her wonderful leadership. And speaking of leadership, we have a new incoming president, Debbie Kessenbaum, uh, Murray Laudlich is the outgoing president, right. and our president is Menno Rasker, whose name you're probably familiar in these. Uh, Last time I was in the office, I saw him. <laughs> Menno has been involved 50 years more. Unbelievable. I mean, that's one of the things about the American Committee. We have people that are so committed, it's just astounding that they could uh, be involved year after year after year after year. When did Maury Libman become involved in the American Committee for Shari Tzedek Medical Center? Uh, 25 years ago. Almost. Why? Well, <laughs> uh, or how, I'll, I'll tell say. you a funny story. The Jewish press had an ad, 1-800-GESUNT, and you would make a contribution. You'd call up that yeah. number and make a contribution. And I saw that in the Jewish press. And I knew somebody who knew somebody in the organization. And he said, oh, let's see what happens. I called up. I had an appointment. And lo and behold, I got hired. And it's been a fantastic, I mean, in this field, I don't have to tell you, 25 years is a long, long time. It certainly is. Um, and I've had a chance to see the hospital grow from, I would guess you could say, a small community hospital to really the tremendous medical center it is today. What was it from your vantage point that was really the turning point to make it into the major medical center 
that it is today. At what point or with what development, with what new wing or section or department did you say, you know what, now we are a completely different entity? That's an interesting question. When we first started, I came on in 1991. Right. The dinner was called the maintenance dinner, and we raised money for maintaining the hospital and whatever the needs were, and there were programs that were in different departments, but really it changed, let's say, the following year when we began to raise money for the Justice and Heart Center, which opened in 94. So since at that time period, in the early 90s, with 94, with opening of that program in 1997, the Wolf Women and Infant Center on Charlie's floor, uh, the hospital began to develop these really internationally acclaimed centers right. and branched out tremendously. It, it seemed to me, as an observer, that when the Heart Center, as you just said, was established and became a real entity, that all of a sudden the ball started rolling. Every couple of years it was something really, really big and new in terms of medical development for Shared Center. Well, I had a chance to go to Washington, D.C. once, to speaking of the Justice and Heart Center, to uh, participate in a trans... It's called TCT. It's a very long name. It's a cardiac meeting for 3,000 cardiologists, yeah. interventional cardiologists. And they go, ladies and gentlemen, live from Jerusalem. And you are at this meeting. People from the floor hand up questions. And th from the catheterization laboratory at Sharad Sedek, they're beaming it to Washington. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and I don't have to tell you how proud we are to feel about Israel. Yeah. Because in the early years, we all know people were running to from Israel to the States. Now, it's the other way around. People come to Israel, people come to Sharad Sedek. Yeah, it is pretty amazing. And uh, like I say, every few years, some new development, sometimes even less than a few years we have to wait. And uh, what's been happening with emergency trauma and the emergency room in general and so many other departments is pretty remarkable. Uh, Maury Liebman is here. He's director of uh, a major gifts American Committee for Shared Static Medical Center in Jerusalem. So, so what is, it's now 2016. Refresh our memory. We've spoken a lot about Shared Static uh, over the last few months, but refresh our memory regarding the most recent development. What has been completed most recently? Well, we opened up last summer. We completed the Wilkes Children's Hospital. Mm -hmm. And anyone who had a chance to go there, there are two incoming, excuse me, there is an inpatient floor and an outpatient floor. They're really outstanding. Uh, I was there. It's one of the most unbelievable things. I mean, if you've seen the old facilities, mm -hmm. and that's one of the advantages of being there as long as I have, you really can shep nachas. Yeah, really appreciate it. Feel, I mean, the neonatal unit, for example, used to be tiny. Now it's a very, very large complex, the Uberfeld complex. It's outstanding. We can treat up to 70 babies at one time, which is astronomically large. Yeah. My grandson was born uh, on Long Island. N and New York hospitals don't have that it, type it of capacity in their NICU unit. He was in a NICU unit with seven or eight or ten uh, kids. And right. so 70 is it's just mind-boggling. Incredible. Mind -boggling. Uh, and you mentioned the Children's Hospital in general. The, the uh, creativity that went into creating uh, that floor, that center, is just remarkable. All the different services that are offered, how every little detail, from the way the floor looks when you walk off the elevator to the most complicated you know, systems that are required to help the children. Everything has such forethought and such uh, incredible, uh, uh, you know, incredible um, uh, research behind it. From Again, from the most minute detail, um, in, in what would seem a mundane decision about, you know, how to set something up or how to present something to the most complicated equipment. One of the things that has, I would say, made these centers of excellence the top-notch facilities that they are is we've learned from a lot of other facilities. There have been teams of people over the years that have gone to other facilities and uh, made in-site visits 
to be able to come back with information and suggestions. And, you know, people are very, very forthcoming. They want to help you. And that's been the case with many of our centers of excellence. And that's one of the reasons I think that they are as ex- superb as they are. Man, no question. Maury Libman is here. He's director of Major Gifts, American Committee of Shari Tzedek. Reminder, November the 16th, the major dinner going on in New York City. Uh, everyone is encouraged to be part of it. And there is a website, ACSZ, that's American Committee Shari Tzedek, acsz.org slash dinner, acsz.org slash dinner. So what's in the works? What's in the plans? Because I know once something is completed, it seems that already some other project has begun, certainly a major gifts project, when it comes to Shari Tzedek. Uh, Just to make a side comment, yes, I'm involved with major gifts, but we appreciate donations. We have people who give us $5 every year from Pesach, (laughs) and we have seven-figure donors, and we love them all. We don't want to shut anybody out just because you're representing the major gifts department. Right. (laughs) Uh, We're now building a brain center, which is extraordinarily important. And one of the key areas of that is in the stroke unit. Now, we all know that getting people who have these problems quickly to the hospital is extremely important. And the statistic is mind-boggling. For every minute of delay, two million brain cells are lost, which is an astounding number. So we want to create a facility and a structure and a setup so that we can send... uh, Sharetzetic trained paramedics out into the field, and we want to have, when people are coming into hospital, we want to have the team ready there immediately to deal with these people to help them. And one of the interesting things that we're also doing is we've heard the term TIA, which Mm -hmm. is a mini stroke. Uh, Many people who have that, it's not taken quite as seriously as it should, and we want to treat those people so that they don't, God forbid, have a stroke in the future, and that's another very important area. We're also dealing with tumors. Uh, for people who have uh, brain problems and we have a trauma unit in that component with brain trauma for people who have unfortunately either terrorist victims or car accidents and and, uh, unfortunately in Israel we know that's a serious problem and both of those are areas. I mean essentially any head injury would be able to be addressed at the hospital. um, Most people at this point all these years later, know the importance of getting a stroke victim or somebody suffering from a stroke to a hospital, to a facility, as fast as possible. So on one end, speed is one of the most important things. Somebody in that type of situation comes in, the hospital has, is developing a way to get to them as quickly as possible, correct? Yes. And then, of course, there's the the actual treatment, the actual treatment that will be done, and the um, um, just like a, a heart center we would have the best, you know, the best, equipment and staff to deal with heart patients you want to do the same thing with the brain center right. well we are near the bacon highway which right. those of you that have traveled in jerusalem was essential we're now much quicker to be able to get people to shower Zedek. in terms of staffing the very key key part of what we're doing we all know that you can have the greatest facilities in the world you need the top people and professor yonatan Levy, our mm. director general has done a great job in recruiting key people from both within Israel and outside of Israel to come to Sharetzadik and we have really great, great staff. Uh, Dr. Rani Echel is running the stroke unit and we're, we have just top people and they're very, very expert uh, in their fields and much long years of experience. It doesn't seem like Dr. Alevi settles for second best. <laughs> That's what it seems to me. No, he does not. <laughs> he has, I mean, we would be a small community hospital um, without an international uh, impact right. without Dr. Levy. I mean, there's no question he's done a fine job, and 
we have great leadership here in New York on the American Committee. We mentioned some of the top leadership. Uh, I don't want to mention donors because we have too many wonderful of them, but they all know they've done a spectacular job in creating these centers of excellence, and we're extraordinarily appreciative. And uh, your listenership should be aware that, and I'll give you a very quick history. Uh, when Israel was founded, the hospital was in the situation of the committee. Excuse me. The hospital was founded in 1902. When right. Israel was founded in 1948, there was no money. The government was broke. And I always use two examples. Uh, Lou Gordon of Blessed Memory told me a story. He went to the King David in 1948. They didn't have any food. They said, well, go up the block. You can get us some coffee or whatever. And Michael Strauss, who's from Englewood, had been involved with us, told me a story that in 1950 he went to Yeshiva and they smacked his hand uh, because he wanted a piece of meat that was tiny paper thin and I use these examples to show you how poor the state was in those years and that's why at, at that point the government said to Sharet Zedek, Hadassah and Bikul Cholam Hospital you're on your own good luck and you have to have your own fundraising efforts and that's been that continues today right. although since December 2012 uh, Bikul Cholam Hospital is now part of Sharet Zedek. it is our center city campus right those who remember where it is, right in the heart of town, yeah. it's now associated and affiliated with Sharet Sedek. Uh, the Brain Center opens when, or officially? Well, the stroke component has opened, and we're looking at the end of the year to complete. There's three parts. It's the stroke center, there's the neuroradiological component, and there's neurosurgery, Department of Neurosurgery. And have any of these been dedicated, or have any families gone ahead and expressed uh, an interest? In we're, we're in the process of finalizing we have uh, major commitments but there are many many projects i mean and i'll wear my major gifts hat on right now right. there are many many exciting wonderful important projects both in the brain center and in other areas that are available for sponsorship we would greatly appreciate it and you know i should add as important as that project is sometimes someone will have something that relates to their family that go had a heart problem and they'll say you know i want to do something for israel and so there are important areas uh, available in all the areas of the hospital. My mother of blessed memory had her stroke many, many years ago in Israel, on vacation in Israel. And I'm sure <laughs> that that if she would have been taken to, well, it's a little bit different in the 1990s. You know, we don't know as much, we didn't know as much then as we know now. But I'm sure that, that unfortunately, because of where it occurred, uh, the speed with which she required to, you know, make a full recovery <coughs> was impossible. Uh, but uh, I can relate to how important you know those seconds are, and just how much progress. Because you know at that time we really, as you can imagine, we hung around with a lot of stroke victims. That's where she was in right. one of the stroke units in Israel, and uh, we saw what kind of progress people can make in the first day or two. You know if things uh, are handled properly and with great efficiency by the doctors. So there's a lot to be said for a stroke center to be now in Shari Tzedek. And uh, there's a lot to be said for the uh, time that's going to be saved in terms of trying to help stroke victims. And of course, as we keep pointing out, uh, the staff and the people that and the and the um, and the um, equipment that's available uh, will certainly be a big help in that area as well. So it's interesting you mentioned equipment. I mean, I'm sure your uh, listeners are aware technology changes constantly, and we're a piece of equipment. Yeah, that must be frustrating. It, it, it is. <laughs> we're, we're constantly. <laughs> Uh, being asked to raise money for a new piece of equipment, but but it's wonderful because you get a sense that whereas, for example, a, a neonatal respirator, right. uh, which was 
let's say, generation one, the next generation, it can save the baby, whereas previously we just we couldn't. So, and it, that's up and down the line in, in all areas. It's in surgery. It's uh, by the way, genetics. Just to digress for a minute, we have a wonderful genetics department, and the future of medicine is in genetics, medical genetics. It's the full family department of me- genetics. It's an exciting. It's a wonderful project. We now can look at uh, a cell of a baby and fertilize a good cell for someone who has a track record of Jewish genetic diseases, which is wonderful. And I don't have to tell you the nachos we get from those babies being born healthy and normal. It's just mind-boggling. Incredible. Um, Maury Libman is here. He's director of Major Gifts at Shari Tzedek. Uh, the uh, night of November the 16th is one you should circle on your calendar. Uh, Rachel Wolf, Dr. Howard Svee Goldschmidt, Dr. Emma and Bart Baum, Talia and Saul Goldwyn, Dr. Jessica and Jem- Jeremy Kirshner, and Michelle and Michael Nachmani are all among the awardees, the honorees for the American Committee Shari Tzedek Medical Center Heart of Jerusalem Dinner happening in New York City at Gustavino's on East 59th Street in New York on that night. Information, you can go to the website, acsz.org, acsz for American Committee Shari Tzedek.org for information. And, uh, yes, you wanted to add more? Yeah, just one thing. Uh, I mentioned about Rachel before. I just want right. to tell you, uh, Dr. Howard Goldschmidt, in February, spent a sabbatical working a month at Shari Tzedek. It was wonderful in a department of cardiology. That's so it's exciting to have people involved. And the Baums, Goldwins, Kirshners, and Nachmanis have been involved with our Children's Champion Organization for 10 years, which is an outstanding work in bringing in a young, younger, new leadership to Shara Tzedek. And we wanted to recognize their very, very important uh, contribution to the organization and to the hospital. So there are doctors in the United States who, if they take a break, so to speak, could actually go to Shari Tzedek and lend their expertise on the on whatever matter it is, Mayor? I actually interviewed... I actually interviewed Dr. Goldschmidt right. on the stunt show right. on the network, Correct. and he has a great story to tell. I mean, it, people can go hear the archive. It was it was a fascinating conversation. <laughs> he spent a couple of years laying the groundwork for his, uh, you know, legal paperwork and you know, be able for to his practice year in Israel to be able to practice medicine <laughs> right. in Israel. And he uh, he got there. He was able to do anything that he needed to do. He said, except actually sign papers, you know, sign reports. And he said within an hour of being in the hospital, he was performing a procedure. Unbelievable. A lot of good Jewish doctors out there, huh? Yeah, <laughs> including my daughter. <laughs> there you go. What specialty? Uh, endocrinology. Phenomenal. A lot of good Jewish doctors, and Shari Tzedek somehow always seems to find them. <laughs> Simple as that. Uh, well, anything you'd like to add, gentlemen? Anything we missed? Well, uh, I want to give you a couple of little cute vignettes. Sure. Please. Uh, you know, we have the nickname the Hospital of the Heart. Right. So uh, some years ago, we had a trip to Israel. Uh, we'll call her Mrs. Cohn. This is Motsi Shabbos. We're at the hotel in Jerusalem, and her hand had a black. We got all black over here. So right. I said, Mrs. Cohn, you were Sharetzadik. Let's take care of it. We went to the, to the uh, emergency room. Uh, there was, I guess you would call him a gang member. We were, while we were waiting, he was coming in. His head was bleeding, and he had a rag around his head, and his girlfriend was screaming. That was something that we don't really associate, but it happens. This is this is right. not uh, yeah, yeah. this is an emergency room. Right. And then somebody came in with a heart attack, and so we were waiting there for a while. And an orderly came over to us and said, um, "Come with me." So he didn't know we were. He had no idea we were, had any connection to Sharetzadik. And uh, he took us into the back room and he made us a cup of coffee. He said, "I see you were waiting a while, and I had rachmanis on you." <laughs> and I said to, uh, I, we said to each other, Mrs. Conner, I said, "Do you believe this? Can you imagine this happening anywhere?" Yeah, only in Israel. That's I mean, one of those only in Israel it's stories. Fantastic story. <laughs> and then I have to tell you a funny story. My daughter-in-law, uh, my wife and I have. Uh, 
in Israel, we have six grandchildren. Five of the six were born at Shara Sadek. And uh, my daughter-in-law, Ahuva, with my son, Chaim, had, had five out of the six kids were born at Shara Sadek. So to see your own grandchild with a I need a lot of Bashar Tzedek t-shirt. <laughs> it's, it's wonderful. So one year she said to me, Dad, you know, you really, you've got to do something. The maternity is a little crowded. Can you do something? I said, oh, Hoover, we're working on it. And she looked at me like, yeah, you're working on it. I mean, I don't know. Uh, well, we really were working on it because the next time she had a kid, we have a new, uh, this is our fifth maternity department. Uh, she came back, and this is six months ago, and she said, oh, it was wonderful. It was terrific. It was spacious. I loved it. I said, I told you, Hoover. <laughs> <laughs> when they say they're going to undertake a project? They make sure that they're taking Yeah, no, it's, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. And, and my father has been treated there the uh, last few weeks ago, was in the hospital for a week, and my mother was extraordinarily appreciative and uh, had very, very nice things to say about the care. Well, there you go. I'm Maury Liebman. He's director of Major Gifts at Shari Tzedek Medical Center. Go to acsz.org slash dinner for the November 16th event. I thank you very much for being here this morning. Thank you very much. Best regards, everybody, at Shari Tzedek. We are great admirers, and we very much enjoyed all of our tours, but especially the most recent one that we were on just a few weeks ago. Mayor Fertig? Thank you very much. A pleasure. Continue to bring us amazing guests from the amazing place where you have the privilege to be on a daily basis at the American Committee for Shari Tzedek Mori. Just a Shana Tova to all your listeners. Oh, thank you. We want to have, you should have a good year of health, happiness, peace of mind, only good good things, and of course, Shalom Yisrael. We pray that Israel will have a good year Amen. and a Amen. safe year. 21 minutes after 8 o'clock, more coming up. This is JM in the AM.
Monday morning, 18 minutes before the hour, Simcholina with Karachim. Before that, you heard the uh, Aryeh Kunstler selection, Imeshkache, Chizku, and Hayom, both off of the Mordechai Shapiro Kolhaderech here at JM and the AM. Thunderstorms today with a high temperature of 76. Looks like a rough weather day. Looking forward to the One Israel Fun dinner tonight, happening at the Museum of Jewish Heritage, New York City, downtown Manhattan. Tomorrow night is the. Um, is the uh, WBC World Baseball Classic hype-up event happening tomorrow night, 8 p.m. at Beth Aaron in Teaneck, New Jersey. Nate Fish, a Team Israel coach, Margot Sugarman, IAB Secretary General, a player from Team Israel. They'll all be part of the Team Israel hype-up event in Bergen County tomorrow night. It starts at 8 p.m. in Beth Aaron. And then Thursday night, of course, it's Israel versus Great Britain at MCU Park in Brooklyn, New York. Should be a lot of fun. Bring your Israeli flags. Get your tickets at brooklyncyclones.com. Bring your Israeli flags and get ready to root on uh, Israel versus Great Britain on Thursday night. Hey, Mayor Weingarten is coming up next at 9 a.m. with the next live edition of The Israel Show. It's part two of the late Rav Saryosh of Cohen uh, whose life was a personification of Israel's birth and miraculous development. A recording was recently discovered of the Rav, Rav Yosef Dov Halevi Soloveitchik, speaking about the greatness of Rav Cook. You can listen to some of the mesmerizing clips, plus the weekly Israeli music mix of brand new and nostalgic Israeli music. All this and more with the um, Israel show coming up right after JM and the AM. It happens starting at 9 o'clock this morning. Uh, here on jmnam.org and, of course, on the NSN app. Make sure to like the Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Israel Show, facebook.com slash the Israel Show. Make sure to like the page and do so as soon as possible and get ready to uh, tune in at 9 o'clock this morning. Quarter before 9 o'clock here at JM and the AM with Moshe Hecht. Did you ever wonder where it all comes from? How you sleeping in the desert in the morning this month? No, I can't believe 
from above How it sent forth with love We are so young Anishina Knocking on my door I was so asleep I couldn't tell for sure And now it's too late Shrina's gone away If only I was away Come on and wake up from your lazy sleep The was there for the strong and the weak Now it's never too late Just a little faith Now it's never too late Oh, oh, she's knocking 
J.M. in the A.M., that's the um, a selection from Shlomo Simcha Hine Kale on a uh, J.M. in the A.M. Monday morning. Uh, heading back to school, back to work. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, Mayor Weingarten, six minutes from now with the Israel Show on J.M. and on the NSN app. Make sure to be tuned in. Simcha Liner was before the uh, Shlomo Simcha selection with uh, Kirachem. Uh, you can comment all day long on our app. Uh, go to the NSN app and just uh, for Android or iPhone, once installed, and it takes about a minute to do so. You can comment on our app and let us know what's going on and uh, what you think of our programming, etc., etc. And we welcome all of your comments. That is for sure. Uh, wrapping things up on this um, Monday morning with Yehuda Green at JM in the AM. I do
brothers and sisters in Israel. We are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listen to sponsor WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 and the FM Dial Broadcasting Live. The Sony and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org and on the NSN app. Tomorrow morning we're back starting at 6 a.m. Mayor Weingarten is next. He's got the Israel show. Uh, coming up uh, right now until 10 o'clock. And then our amazing Monday lineup at jmnam.org and on the NSN app. Have a fabulous Monday. Until tomorrow, Malcolm Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.